0: Welcome to Balanced Hormones Balanced Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with health, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 35. So a lot of times I come up with my topics based on a plan that I have, and then this one I'm actually switching some stuff around to put this one in because it's a topic that's come up just in this last week for multiple clients as well as myself. So that's why um, I want to address this one, and the topic is the way you do food is the way you do everything. So, um, a lot of times when we're working on ourselves, we're trying to better ourselves, we're trying to, you know, live a more deliberate, you know, mindful life. Um, we start to become aware of these things that we weren't aware of before. So, this is one of those things that I want you to take um, pretty seriously and do a lot of. Um, digging and a lot of uh, just self awareness on this one. So I want you to think about your relationship with food, and I'm going to go through my example, and that's um, because you'll be able to see what it's like and um, kind of do this do this along for yourself. So the idea that the way you do food is the way you do everything is going to um, give you a whole new perspective. So I have this relationship with food, um, or I mean, it's better. So I used to have this relationship with food where I felt all the time that I needed to restrict it, like restrict how much I ate, restrict how much, um, you know, energy went into, to the food. Like I I really deliberately years ago, remember thinking like, we shouldn't really even spend that much time cooking. Like, it's a waste of time. Like, all of this this stuff, it's a waste of time to sit down and eat. Um, I was always worried that any type of food was going to make me fat, make me this, make me that, like, like, you name it. Like, I felt like I needed to restrict food simply for that reason. So there's other people that it's going to, that, you know, their thoughts about food are going to be the opposite. Like I can't get enough of it. Um, you know, whatever it is, like just kind of pay attention to what that, what your thing, your issue is with food. The other part about me with food is that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm normally pretty good. I always, you know, I've been very um, conscientious for years and it, um, is one of those things that I cook. I, you know, I don't, cook bad food, all of this kind of stuff. But like that, that doesn't matter. Like I still feel like I need to restrict the food. So it's, it's not necessarily the, um, health of the food or the, um, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, it's more the amount and me feeling like I need to be restricted. And so I kind of noticed years ago and even still like it creeps in because this is stuff that we created years and years ago, right, is that I would be totally good with food. I'd be good and confident. I'd be exercising and feeling like I could eat. And then, like, all of a sudden I'd hit a wall and, like, you don't deserve to eat any of that food. Like, you can, you can be the one person that, um, you know, can do a full workout and not have to eat, like, all of this, all this restrictive thought. So it was kind of like this love-hate relationship. And so um and I see it I see it creeping in and I notice that when I'm out of alignment and I will um eat standing up, I'll eat fast, I'll do lots of like snacking without really even thinking. And a lot of that is obviously just like my body not wanting to deal with whatever emotions I'm dealing with. And um so those are some of my first cues that there's something going on. So when I notice this and I take that, so what I want you to do is kind of take, write down all of your, the way you are with food. Like I hate it sometimes. I love it sometimes. I'm a really good cook sometimes. I'm not other times. Like I meal plan at times and then I don't meal plan. um, Like, you know, whatever that looks like for you. So make sure that you write that down. Then I want you to take, A little bit deeper. So the way you are with food is the way you are with yourself. And so I had, you know, quite a few clients this week have epiphanies when we were talking about this. It's just funny that everybody was needing that this week. But um so if you were to say that about me, like the way I am with food is the way I am about everything, and if I feel like I have an overall restrictive nature with food then I'm going to, f- I should quote unquote, like, right. If I'm, if I'm carrying this theory over feel restrictive in a lot of other aspects of my life. And when I sit with that and um, I really do like, it's crazy. Cause I, you know, I shouldn't, I really, sh- I re- you really should keep your mouth quiet. You really shouldn't say what you want to say. Um, you really shouldn't have an opinion about that. And I, I, close myself, like I shut that stuff down when I'm like feeling that restrictive, that restrictive stuff. Um, I don't, I I kind of watch like how my relationships and my family, my marriage, obviously, like it all plays into feeling like I need to be restricted somehow for whatever reason. And however I came up with that thought at a younger age was obviously this is, you know, what I'm, what I'm coming up with. And so a lot of times it's, um, a lot of us, it's because of things that we saw growing up. It's things that we heard, our parents, their relationship with food, all of that, that our brains like came up with this, this theory. And so, um, when you're doing this, I just want you to be sure that you're not judging it, but just using it as a piece of information, like what the heck that means that. And so as I, um, as I do this on myself, and I noticed, okay, so what would be the reason for me to restrict myself from, like, saying stuff? Well, I, I you know, obviously, there's going to be an underlying fear. There's always an underlying fear with that. And, um, you know, maybe, and I, it was just, my opinions don't matter. My opinions really aren't of any worth Um I do have that underlying thought a lot of the time that I'm constantly fighting my ego about. So it's um, something that I have to really be aware of is that um, that restriction is me thinking that my stuff isn't as important as such and such is. Right. And um, a lot of time in my brain, it goes back to my stuff, whatever it it may be. Whether it is food, my body, my relationships are not, my hobbies even, are not as important as, and it usually is in comparison to a male. Like, maybe it's not as important as my husband's stuff. It's not as important as my, even my son's stuff. Like, um, which I have to really watch out for because for I don't know if it was the society I gr- we grew up in, whatever it is, but I noticed that that's where my brain goes a lot. And so I, I have to deliberately um, pay attention for the cues that, that are going on. So the restrictive nature in my food comes over to my restrictive nature in my relationship with myself as well as my relationships with others, just not possibly being as open or as, um, you know, nurturing in a way that I, I probably could be. And then if you take that, um, you could take that to all kinds of different relationships, like in your life, right? Whether it's your relationship with your hobby, like I love it sometimes, then I hate it sometimes, or like you can just kind of watch your, um, how you do this in different parts of your life. Then you could take it one step farther and go to, that is the same, you, that's the way your relationship is with, your spirituality or, or God, like however that your spirituality looks for you. And, um, when I first realized this years ago, I was like, there's no way that that could carry over all the way to spirituality. But then I noticed that not only in my life, but in other people's lives, it does 100%. So, um, when I'm being restrictive in my, um, my food, myself, all of that kind of stuff. I'm also very restrictive in like, okay, you only can meditate for 10 minutes. You don't have much longer than that because you have to get to this, this, and this. And then there obviously comes a lot of animosity and stuff like that. It's not a free-flowing meditation for sure. Or um, I notice that even like for for me, like taking a walk is a super, it like my, Spirit, soul, body, everything needs it. So, like, I won't, you no, know, you don't, you, you can't do that. You don't have time for that. Or, and my, my brain likes to use time to like limit those spiritual experiences and stuff. And so, or you don't have time to sit down quietly and write in your journal. Like, there's, you got to get up and make breakfast for your family. And like, my, I'm totally restrictive on that. And so I noticed that when, it does carry over from, and I, and it normally starts with some the way that I'm eating, and so I, the other day I this this sounds so silly, but it, it's like one of my first cues. Like I bought a bag of grapes, they're on the counter, and I just kept eating them as I'm walking through the kitchen, and that does not sound like a big deal, right? But that what ends up happening is. Um, I'm doing it unaware. And then once I caught myself, I was like, that's crazy. Um, cause I really should be sitting down and enjoying my food. Cause I've tried to deliberately make sure I only eat when I'm sitting down so that I can like be with my food and, um, just, just be thankful for my food, enjoy my food because I'm not, I'm trying to counter that, um, restrictive feeling that I normally have with food. So that's why I purposely do that. Um, And so I noticed that that same way that I was eating quickly and doing stuff is the same way that I was talking to my husband. And then that was the same way that I was trying to do like my, my spiritual stuff, like my meditations, like my prayers, whatever, all of that kind of stuff was like super rushed as I, once I took the time just to realize that. So using that cue with my food has been able to help me sense what's going on at a much deeper level, and it takes a little bit of practice. But just um, like just being aware. So if, if is the food more of a restrictive thing? If if like think about this for me, the restrictive part was like I was restricting, like me meeting my goals and stuff me allowing things into my life like that's seriously what my was happening to me and I um you know I deliberately daily have to work with my food slowing down really slowing down is normally the key for everybody while you eat because then and and that's why I have um the rule to sit down while I'm eating because then I can't rush and do things might like i have to be able to see what's happening with that relationship with food and that's a huge sensor if i'm not willing to sit down and eat then there's there's stuff going on that my brain's not wanting me to attack so if you're the type of person that maybe you are always wanting like constantly eating or your plates overflowing you keep getting up and getting more you know what does that mean for you how much of that other stuff is going on in your life is there too much in your relationship with your spouse are you piling too much stuff on do you need to simplify that do you need to simplify your relationship you know with your spirituality like what does that look like so i want um it's just something that's kind of an epiphany and was like ah ahas for you know a few of my clients and for myself years ago and even like it's a constant thing like i thought i was more aware until like a few weeks ago i just was like okay I got to reset this and make this like I will not eat unless I'm sitting down, like because I just needed to get like get back on that track. So it's it's just one of those things to use as a sensor to kind of check your alignment, see what's going on and do a lot of deep digging. So the key is to remember that the way you do food is the way you do yourself, is the way you do your other relationships and it's the way that you do your Um, spirituality. So basically you relate the way you do food is the way you do everything and um, just kind of let that one sit with you. So um, I hope you found this quick one helpful and beneficial so go ahead and try that stuff. Let me know. I I would love to hear how what some of your epiphanies are and how that works for you. Um, Send me an email or on Instagram at Dana Palmer Coaching. Also um, just remember registration for the retreat that the early bird prices ends january 15th so um make sure you follow the link on my instagram or facebook for the um hill within retreat in mexico it's going to be so fun we're going to do lots of meditation lots of deep stuff like this that um just will help you get to the the next level so i look forward to talking to you next week and as always let me know if you have any questions and i'll talk to you later bye